0: Hello everyone and welcome back for some more freshly brewed drag tea. Today I have with me a fantastic queen who served us campy Jerry Halliwell realness when she competed on Season 4 of Drag Race UK. I'm super excited for you all to get to know her better and learn more about her amazing journey in drag. We'll of course be talking all things Drag Race and I'll be asking some of the amazing questions you all sent in. Please join me in welcoming the always fabulous just May.
1: yeah, uh, it's
0: me, Just May from Calls Drag Race UK Season 4.
1: Hi, lovely to see you. Hi, how are you? I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm great, babe. I'm just casually sitting here waiting to get all of the tea brewed.
0: Well, let's, let's hope so. That's what my audience are hungry for. They're thirsty for some tea.
1: Yeah, don't get hungry for tea. It might leave your mouth a bit dry
0: well it's lovely to see you and then obviously i did see you quite recently at DragCon,
1: mm, which was lovely did.
0: and i got myself a lovely signed print
1: gorgeous <laughs> why is it not in a frame
0: uh the frame is coming obviously i'm just waiting oh,
1: you know it's got to be at the framers for at least two to three weeks so it makes sense yeah yeah and then it'll go pride of place above the toilet <laughs> so i can stare at you yeah <laughs> I mean, whatever you want to do, that, that's your call, babe.
0: <laughs> no, it was lovely meeting you in person. And, like you know, it was a lovely ob- I mean, I don't know about... What What were your thoughts on DragCon? Because I, I assume it was your first DragCon.
1: It was. Um, I loved it. I thought it was amazing to meet everyone. Considering I was on the show for 22 and a half minutes, I thought that the fact that everyone... Well, not everyone. A good amount of people wanted to come and meet me was you know amazing um so I really I just loved meeting everyone you know there was a couple of people who I thought, like, oh I don't think you know who I am um but the majority of people were great and there were some people that came back every day which was amazing and there were people who walked in got a picture and left so they were confused whether it was me or Coppertop and unfortunately they still haven't met Coppertop that's
0: so funny, you know. I guess, I guess copper because it's like copper, and you wear a lot of red head. So I guess maybe that's why. What... I is mean, funny, look, it is funny it's... when people say like, "Oh, I'm a big fan of you," and then they get your name wrong. I'm a massive fan of you, Ginger Top.
1: Yeah. Well, uh, hopefully, everyone watching this interview does know who you are, and at least Pepper knew who i was when i left i am really gonna miss ginger and i think she got copper (laughs) top oh god she really did fade into the background goodbye ginger that's true which you know is more than could be said for copper oh
0: bless copper top yeah that i mean it was funny when when um when peppa got her name wrong but i did feel bad for us like, oh god
1: it's fine we all know the situation and at that point you're i don't know i never did that bit but you're heavily sleep deprived so it's just uh uh, uh what, what's that one called um um brie yeah bye bye brie, brie pretty
0: <laughs> no i could. yeah i can only imagine um Well, so speaking, obviously, speaking of drag race, I think that's what we're all going to know you best for from season four. Um, Before we get into the drag race side of it, I was wondering if you could tell us a little bit about your background of like how you got started in drag and the evolution
1: of your name as well. Well, um, we'll start with my background. What you'll see is some lovely pictures um, all hung symmetrically along a wall. Um, But no, my background is... uh, mainly in clubs like i'm just a a big old cross-dresser in a wig in most places around I- east london um you know i've been doing it for years we me and john biz said on the show how long we would known each other which i think is actually around around 10 years so yeah we've we've been um in each other's pockets for that long um Lots of clubs with Jambas. We started together in Sink the Pink um, in 1942. And ever since then, you know, from bar to bar, from club to club, and our wigs have got better and her makeup has stayed the same.
0: <laughs>
1: oh, that's really funny.
0: I don't... I think we... Yeah, the, the, when you talked about you and Jambas, I feel like on the show, I think you did mention it briefly, but I don't think there was ever we never probably didn't even really realize that you really know Jombas that well, like that you had this big like background with Jombas specifically. Um, Did you have a background with any of the other queens? Like, did you know any of them?
1: Well, yeah, uh, Phil as well, Um, because obviously the three of us have all done Think the Pink for so long. Phil joined maybe pandemic years. So you kind of cut out like three, I don't know, like maybe seven years ago. Um, and then uh, I knew baby, I knew God, I knew Cheddar, I knew I knew most people. Let's put it at that. Uh, there was only a few that I didn't know, so I didn't know Starla, I didn't know Sminty, I didn't know Dakota. um and I still don't. I'm looking forward to meeting them one day soon. um but yeah, we'll see how that goes.
0: That's cool. That's interesting to know, because I guess a lot of time on the show, we don't get to necessarily hear about the backstories of people, unless it's something that's going to affect you in drag race, right? like a relationship or something. We don't tend
1: to really hear Me about... Me and John have not had sex.
0: Oh, mean that was going to be my next question. I thought that was going to be my exclusive. Me and Laphil have had sex. We're
1: currently having sex.
0: <laughs> I thought you had a smile on your face, you know
1: it's painted on but you know say hi Phil <laughs>
0: <girl. laughs> and so um the name just may where does that come from
1: um so it's actually really boring um my surname is actually may um and i entered a competition once and my drag name used to be may like literally just may and the host knew me but knew me from my boy name and was like, oh, what, what's your name? What's your name? And I was like, May, just May. And then he went, it's just May. And that's how it happened. Um, so it's honestly a very boring name. And my favourite thing was when we all came out, Reddit was like, oh my God, I finally get her name. It's hilarious. It's like just May, but in like an Essex accent. And I was, it's It's really not, I'm not that inventive.
0: Yeah, I mean that's a fun story that kind of you didn't mean for sit you just said, oh just me, but that's now become your name. Now, that's kind of funny. I thought that I think I did a video on my channel before when the season four cast was rumored before it got announced. And so I researched all of you from your Instagrams before you were sort of announced. And that and I found that story on um, an article or you talked about it somewhere. And I thought that was just a really cool, like an accident, but then it kind of worked and you've just run with it ever since.
1: Yeah it was honestly it was just because the night that I entered it it was a competition called Lip Sync 1000 at the Glory in London and this was back when I used to pretend to lip sync um, and I entered it that happened and then what it was was that like Jombas and a few of our other friends were there and then when I got off stage, they were like oh Just May is born and I was like oh fine I'll stick with it. And then for years, they all called me my actual name anyway, even in drag. They'd be like, I'm welcome to the stage. And then they'd say my real name.
0: Right. Well, I guess it's it's nice that you've got, I guess, part of your real name sort of as your dragon. It's sort of like, you know, it's a, there's a separation, but it's, it's a part of you because obviously you are the same person. But, you know.
1: Just with um, less birthmark.
0: More fabulous, like, you know, the hair and everything. I mean, you know, giving... I some mean, interest.
1: this is just my back hair combed up.
0: <laughs> well, one thing I would think we'll, we'd love to talk about, though, is get into, obviously, what we know you for best, and that's um, Drag Race. So I was wondering if you could sort of talk a bit about what the audition process was like and whether you would audition for the previous seasons.
1: Um, I did. I auditioned for two three and four i did do the application for season one um but the application for it was through some like casting agent called talk talk or something else like that. f- whatever um but i really messed it up don't know what i did and i don't think i activated the account and then didn't get any further. Two. Um, yeah did that one and then three my audition was so bad um and then four I was like do you know what I'm busy oh, I'm just gonna literally do it while I'm in drag boop 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 hi I'm just made blah 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 blah, blah, blah 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 and then got on like I literally shot it in like two days edited it in a day and then sent it off and it honestly it was Whenever people ask me what to do for a drag race audition tape, I'm like, don't care. And I'm not saying I don't care. I mean, do not care about what you do, because at that point you're being your most most authentic and you're like, hi, this is me, what more do you want? Um, and that's kind of how it happened. I think I was just the most relaxed I'd been in a video because I watched all of them back and it was just, some of them, were, some of them were excruciating.
0: I've heard that from lots of people that you have to be your authentic self, and it's when you're not trying too hard is when you're being yourself, and that's what they want to see because they can tell if you're too rehearsed or whatever. Um, one thing I want to ask about was obviously, you know, you talk about sort of being, uh, the leading Jerry Halliwell impersonator in drag or whatever.
1: Wow, premiere Jerry Halliwell impersonator. Um,
0: yeah, sorry. Um, was that something that started that you had from the start of your drag or
1: was that something that developed? Like, did you do non-Jerry? Uh, there wasn't long between. Um, it was that uh, I... Like, I always wore red hair um, and it just kind of evolved from that. I did a Spice Girls number. I think it was actually the same night that I got called just May. That They were both the same night. And I did like this really badly put together Spice Girls mix. It was like, wannabe, goodbye, and I don't know, like something else. Um, and like, literally, it was like I got the the tapes and salad tapes it together where I had cut it. It was that bad. Um, and, and I didn't win that competition either. Um, but I did it and I just I, I don't know there was something about doing um a jerry look and I was like I love this because it's red the hair is red um it's something I know about it's something that I'm comfortable with and I'm also very much a creature of habit so if you give me two years of songs that I can only really lip sync or sing then I'm like great I already know the song so I don't have to do much work here
0: yeah, it, it's fun. I mean, what I guess the thing I thought was quite interesting was was we haven't had that many people that sort of talk about being an impersonator. One of the only people that really you can think of is Derek Barry from the US season that was a Britney impersonator, and then Chad was a Cher impersonator. So I I was wondering, obviously, unfortunately, we didn't get to see much of you on the show, but w- was Jerry something that you planned
1: on doing the whole time on Drag Race? Well- it's. I call myself the world's premier Joey Halliwell impersonator but I'm not an impersonator like I don't pretend to be her and I don't necessarily uh, do anything that she would do I just base a lot of my looks around like the 90s and her I mainly would do Spice Girl numbers and um, I always wear this hair colour And that is how I equate world's premiere, Geraldine Bernadette. So Halliwell impersonator. Um, So just like a lot of things in my life, I've kind of um, fraudulated that as well. Because not only do I look just like her, but I sound like her too.
0: Well, you've got to play to your strengths, I suppose.
1: (laughs) It's, It's uncanny. You would think that you're talking to Jerry Halliwell right now. The makeup, the hair, it's exactly the same.
0: Well, I what I think we were robbed of is seeing you do a Spice Girls number with Jerry Halliwell being one of the judges like it won a previous season.
1: Look, I'm friends with Crystal and I said when she came off and season one happened, I was like, What was it like? Tell me everything. And she was like, uh She she was there. She was there and I was like, Okay, cool. That, that's great. We'll <laughs> leave it at that.
0: Yeah, well, she I think in that particular if I, if memory serves me correctly, because crystal was in that kind of like quite weird with the mouth stretcher and everything. I I think Jerry found it quite sort of like a bit gruesome or a bit too much horror and she was kind of a bit uh-huh. weird out by it.
1: I mean, look, let me tell you this. She just she's ignored my existence for the last um eight plus years. So I mean, maybe she doesn't like anything too uh, close to the bone because I just I I just look just like her.
0: Well, that was actually going to be one of my questions. So, and actually, so a few people in my subscriber questions asked, have you ever met Jerry or any of the Spice Girls?
1: I have. I've met a, a few of the Spice Girls. I've worked with three of them. Um, I have, I did a party for Victoria once with um, a little Spice Girls troop that we had, which featured Astina from season two. Um, I did a party with Biz, um that Emma was at. And we have worked with Melanie C like countless times now. And um, yeah, good, good, close, personal friends with Melanie, Melanie C.
0: That's fun. Like, I, I mean, I guess it's funny that you've pretty much met all of them apart from the one that you kind of like impersonate, if we call it. <laughs>
1: well, I did once, me and Laphil went to um a sc- a taping of Room 101, which is like, a BBC TV show for anyone well, doesn't know where it is and I went in drag obviously no one else did but um when they saw us they stuck us right at the back because they were like yeah you you're not getting on screen and halfway through they were like on a down moment to like touch up makeup and everything and um the guy who was on the show with Jerry was like there's someone dressed as you at the back. And um, we could hear it they're still mic'd up. And she just went. And that was that was kind of it. Yeah. But this that was a peak uh crazy Jerry fandom because I made a film about her at that point. Um it was called Just Made Us Jerry. And I went to Watford and I, like, uh, kind of went around where she would have grown up. And I, through research of her book and some TV shows that she'd done, I found her childhood house and went and filmed in front of it. I didn't go inside or knock on the door. It wasn't that stalkery. But, um, yeah, yeah, I made a a film all about the life and times of Jerry Halliwell. So, basically, what... Which I have been taken off YouTube because... um, I don't want to be sued for anything. So what I'm hearing is basically
0: she is going to get a restraining order against you.
1: Babe, she's already got it. She's already got it. I'm waiting for the restraining order so I can put it up on this wall.
0: Well, I think one, so talking of Jerry, obviously, I think one of the parts I thought was quite funny in a way, and it kind of felt like a kind of, it was made for you almost, was, so you walk in, you do your introduction and everything, and your first mini challenge is the standing on the, the taxi, like they did at Spice Girls for the Olympics. What was that like then? Did you sort of, because I assume when you saw that, you must have thought, oh my God, this is exactly the kind of
1: thing with Jerry and everything that's I mean, well, when they said it, I can't remember if it was on the show because, honestly, I've not watched the entirety of the first episode yet. Um, but when they, when Rue said that that was going to happen, everyone looked at me and then he looked over at me and went, yes. And I was like, oh, it's a lot of pressure for someone that hates photos. Uh, boop. Um but also afterwards I was like, they did me dirty. Cause they chose such an awful picture. Cause you're in there for a good like, I don't know, maybe about 15 minutes, 10, 15 minutes, and like you do all the poses, you do it dry, you do it wet. Um, and they just, I don't know, I think I think they they got me to do scream if you want to go faster, and that's literally what I'm saying, and that's the picture that they used
0: that was gonna be my question actually was kind of i was thinking how long because you only get obviously shown for a few seconds each person but how long were you actually filming it for and what was it like meeting rue like that was probably your first proper interaction with them
1: yeah so that was our first one-to-one and um i mean we were great like lovely time went in a little bit of banter few like you know uh As soon as you go in, you're being filmed. So you don't get that, like, uh, this is what's going to happen. So you go in, go up the stairs. The door, because I think Pepper was just before me. Pepper just before me? Yeah, because we did it in order that we went in. And I think Pepper went in one person before me. But anyway, I opened the gate. And because Pepper had been climbing on it, the gate was, like, rickety. It was like, and they're like, do not climb on it. It is not secure. And then we all saw Peppers, and I was like, that's why it's not secure, because this broke it. Um, but we knew that we were, we had an inkling that we were going to get wet or dirty, because it was kind of vaguely briefed to us, which is why I chose the outfit that I did, because I was like, if it gets wet it's not ruined you know um but I did need to pee so badly because at that point I think we've been filming for like maybe eight hours I think it was like mid-afternoon um and I couldn't get out of that because the zip was quite flimsy and I thought if I unzip this and it busts I'm literally up the creek uh oh I'm swearing a lot is that all right fine
0: I'll cut I'll bleep it out I'll bleep it out
1: fine um so yeah I was like I can't pee because if I do it's gonna bust us zip um and me and Cheddar were like so tired we, we were like the old nannas in the dressing room like can we get coffee and then I thought I can't have coffee because if I have coffee I'm going to need to pee even more and then we realized that we were getting wet like actually wet and I was like I went to Cheddar if we get absolutely soaked I'm just going to myself because no one will know and then when it happened it was literally like a tiddle of, of, of water on our backs to make us look wet but not really get us wet and I was like I still need to pee so badly and I didn't get out of drag for maybe another three four hours yeah so, I mean, did you did you pee yourself in the end? Or did I didn't. You... I did not pee on TV. That I can officially say that here.
0: Well, that's interesting to hear. And it's interesting, like, you know, when they do... Because the, the, the water thing was quite... Because they haven't done that for a while on the seasons. I feel like that was one of the first times we've done, like, they've done water and getting you wet. Like, they used to do that in the old seasons, but not so much in the new ones. So I thought it was quite cool. They were doing something a bit different, not just a generic photo. You weren't the one getting wet. <laughs> I, I did feel bad. I was like, oh, that's that's not great if you're wearing lots of makeup. Um, speaking of getting wet, that, that's a weird transition, but
1: um I an exciting one though.
0: <laughs> I watched an interview with you where you said that when you walked into the workroom, the reason you had your hand in a weird place was because you had got something on your hand yeah. kind of wet, so you had to cover it up. I was wondering if you could talk about
1: that. Um so when we were all going in, I was about halfway through and they had to reshoot the lights or something with the, they had to do something with the lights. And you know, the whole thing is made of paper and sticky back plastic. So you can hear everything. Wendy, one of the um queen team, was walking me through and she I was like so nervous and she's like, Do you recognise any voices? And I went, oh, there's an Irish voice. I wonder who it could be. Um, and then we get to the door. I was standing just left of it. So you can't see me on camera. So the bit where where we literally walked through. Um, and I could see John Bez, and we were looking at each other like, you're right, you're yeah, right. And while we we're doing that, one of the producers came over and they were like, oh, really sorry. We're just blah, 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 blah. And he like nicked a little biro on my mesh panel on my stomach and we then had to try and get it off really quickly um, and it left like a tiny little watermark and that's why I was like... Ee! And now I wish in hindsight that I would have just walked in normally because now all I can see on it is me like... Doo, 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 doo. Because it's in such a weird place and I thought, no, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. And then if you watch it, every shot of me, I'm standing with my hand in like such a weird place because I was like, it looks like I've got appendicitis or something. I'm like, oh, maybe that's why they sent me home first. They were worried about my health.
0: Well, I'll be honest, when I didn't actually notice it, honestly, until you mentioned it in that interview, when I then rewatched, I was like, oh, yeah, that is a bit of a weird placement. But I actually don't think I noticed it that much because I was so more just looking at you as sort of like the whole outfit and thinking, oh, that's Jerry. So I think I was actually more distracted by that than the hand. So I think you got away
1: with it. Thanks. Thanks. I've just outed myself.
0: Well, um, so yeah, so obviously you do. So we did that. We talked about um, the mini challenge. So the main challenge for that first week was um, the dual runway. So it was the first one was like a an, in honor of the BBC, and then the second one was who are you? Talking about who are you had to sort of show who you are. So for your first look, the BBC one, you did. The bust of the Queen Victoria, which is for anyone any international listens. Um, there's a soap opera called EastEnders, and there's a pub in the show, and you are the statue that sits in the pub, and it's quite like an iconic, famous thing from the show. Um, what it did you? It killed
1: many people.
0: <laughs> that's yes, that's true. They've been used like they've hit people in the show. <laughs> um, I thought that was really cool like the when you came out I was like oh that is so random I never would have thought to do that but it was cool what did you of tell me about your process of how you came to that idea
1: um well that was actually my second choice because we for copyright reasons we had to send what we were going to do um and I originally said Mr Blobby and then we got an email saying, hi, there's been a number of Mr. Blobbies chosen. Does anyone want to change? You can all keep it or you now have the option to change it. And I was like, my Blobby hasn't been made yet. So I could go back and change it. All right, I'm going to change it. And I love EastEnders. I always have. And um, I thought, do you know what? I'll either do dot cotton or I'll do the queen big bust and I was tossing between the two and then I just went with the queen big bust um, and I worked out a way to do it and like we had everything sorted and it was just that when it got to the bottom half we kind of ran out, clearly ran out of time um, because you know, that look is like all threesomes it was a great top and a sloppy bottom <laughs>
0: That's that's an interesting way of looking at it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, no, I'll so what I'll say is when I saw it, I think it was like I think Graham may have said it. I actually thought it was a really cool concept. Maybe the execution wasn't quite there. And it was when you got to the bottom half of it, you were like, Yeah, okay. From or when you turned around, you did look a bit pregnant because of the way it was sort of the shelf and everything. But I actually thought it was really cool. I thought it was camp and funny and like it. It was better than being a third Mr. Blobby, probably. So Yeah.
1: I mean, my Mr. Blobby idea was like, I'm fashion. Ooh, I'm going to be, ooh, fashion. And then I was like, I'm not fashion. I'm literally a pig in a wig. So do you know what? Let's just do that. So that's what I went with. And I was like, I, do you know, I I want to wear the Queen Vic again. Um it is one it's very hard to get into because it's because of the bar um and two like the makeup is not the most flattering um so it's just like you know i've got to work out a way to make it work in the future but it was a it was an expensive costume i want to wear it again
0: yeah i thought i thought it was actually quite funny and like i think in a on drag race because we're so used to seeing these like amazing sort of handmade expensive garments I think but in, a, in like a club or whatever that outfit would be amazing and like the audience would love it it was so funny but yeah. I think on TV because they zoom out and everything you can see every single detail it yeah, yeah. doesn't yeah
1: and also like you know you can tell from my pictures that you know it the top half which is really what the focus point of it is because it's a bust is great like the top half the detail on it is pretty much exactly what the Queen Vic has um so I'm like so I'm super proud of it but it is you know if I ever went back and got a redemption that would be the one that I'd go for because I've got no others to do
0: well, that's it. so. There was also this, so that leads on to the set. So the second outfit was Ru Are You?" So sort of talking about who you are, and so you just wore your face, which I thought was quite I, funny, and I still am. Yeah, <laughs> that one. So I was wondering, sort of, was that always your idea, or was there was that maybe a second? Because you said that your Queen Victoria was your second idea. Did you have any other ideas for your Ru No, that
1: one was my first idea. Um, because I was like, well who am i is just me but let's make that with a nod to jerry so that's why it was the red white and blue um and obviously the jerry hair and then um i wanted to do so like i can't think what his name is patrick wilson who does the cartoon drawings um from New York and Amanda Lepore wears them all the time and like he had uh, I had recently before we got the call for Drag Race done shows with Amanda and um I really loved that silhouette because like you know she is like five foot nothing but her proportions are like big bust big hips small waist which is kind of what I go for and that kind of dress shape was what I wanted to do um, so that's why I went with it. And I was like, I had had that drawing done by a friend of mine, Tom Taylor, and it was something that I loved and I was using it on like stickers and things like that, at like hub quizzes and whatnot, with prizes. And I just thought, hey, I'm going to incorporate all of these things that I already have and make it into a, a dress. And I never wore breastplates before drag race and I don't wear breastplates now. Because they are awkward and uncomfortable. And I'm just annoyed that I wear a breastplate so much on drag race.
0: <laughs> well, I thought, I actually thought the outfit it was simple, but I thought it was effective and it was cool that it was your face. And I thought it actually looked quite cool and quite fashion. And I think it did kind of tell a story. So I actually enjoyed the look, to be honest. Um, right. With, so obviously, unfortunately, as we know, you fell in the bottom that week. Were you expecting to be in the bottom with all after the judges critiques?
1: Um, I, do you know what? I went on to Drag Race for a good time, not a long time. I knew as soon as I got on that I would be leaving on the sewing challenge anyway. So I was like, well, I'm going on week three. So when they called us forward, I was like, I think I'm bottom safe. And then obviously our critiques were kind of incl- in- inclining, alluding, our tri- critiques were alluding to the fact that I would be bottom safe. Um, and then, because also there were bits of it that you didn't see. Like I had a uh, banter with Ro and Michelle and we were chatting about the dress, like he said that the, the Ruai you dress was like he was like it's a lovely dress like you'd look great in a club with this you look like you must work in clubs all the time and I was like, yeah it's, you know it's how I make a living and um he was like yeah it'd be great in a club it's just we wanted more here and I was like fine cool this is what you got right now though <laughs> um and then yeah so I thought I was going to be bottom safe and then in the workroom for Untucked I was like yeah I'm bottom safe or they're going to do it this, it in my head I was like it's either going to be me and Copper because they're going to do gin, gingers versus gingers um, or it's going to be me or it's going to be Copper and Dakota it's not going to be me and Dakota that one is not going to happen Like, neither of us were bad enough. Do you know what I mean? I thought it's either going to be me or Dakota that's safe. And then it was Copper that was safe. And I was like, I didn't expect that. I thought it was going to be me and you lip syncing. Um, But yeah, so that happened.
0: Yeah, no, I guess... From the edit, maybe it was, they were kind of making it obvious who was going to be in the bottom at the top. But I guess between the three of you, Copper, you and Dakota, I guess it, I wasn't 100% sure. Um, so in the when you found out it was you and Dakota, did you think that you might you would be going home then? Oh, to- absolutely.
1: Because I can't lip sync for shit. And that morning on the bus, I'd already said to Pixie, I was like, oh, I hope I don't lip sync because I don't know like the second verse of this song. And they were like, listen to it. And I was like, yeah, but even if I listen to it all day, I'm just going to make myself learn it. And then I'm not going to really learn it. Um, So when we had to do like the in the mirror, standing there listening to it, I'm like. Because I have no clue. And my favourite bit was after Phil was eliminated. We went for lunch and uh, he was like, why did you keep turning around in the second verse and looking at me? I was like, because I didn't know the words. Although I have watched the lip sync and they didn't show that I didn't know the words. So I messaged the producers and I said, thank you.
0: That's like, I was actually going to say that I didn't, uh, from the edit, it didn't look like you didn't know the lyrics. Like, I I don't think I wouldn't have known that. So I think maybe you did get a favourable edit because they could have, I I guess, shown you not knowing the lyrics and then...
1: Well, it wasn't that I didn't know the lyrics. It was that like the second verse is very repetitive, and it was like, blonde, hair, I still don't know the f-ing song now. Um, and the best bit is, maybe a year before that, at Mighty Hoopla, me and Jambas were at the side of the stage watching Mabel, because she was doing the Sink the Pink set, and I went to I went and I was like, who's this? And John was like, oh, it's Mabel. Uh, oh, she's all right. And I was like, never heard of her. Won't ever listen to her. And then look what happened.
0: I guess it was the universe saying, eh? like getting karma
1: back on you. It was karma. Always listen to unknown pop stars when you see them for the first time.
0: No, but Yeah, I mean, I'd never, I'll i be honest. I don't think I'd heard of the song or maybe I knew it a bit, but I certainly it wasn't a song where I was like, oh, I, I definitely know
1: this. But I think but everyone pays it now, don't they? So it is a good song. I've listened to oh, it. Oh, it's a fine song.
0: So, yeah, unfortunately, you, you were told to sashay away. Um, did you agree with all of the critiques that you got? Was there anything that maybe they said to you that wasn't shown or something? Or maybe was there a part that you just actually disagreed? Because I remember, was it. Joanna Lumley said that your eye makeup looked too much and, like, stuff... Did you agree with that?
1: Uh,
0: I mean, look,
1: she... She wanted, she wanted like, pretty. I just want you to be beautiful. Um, swim with dolphins. Um, but, yeah, she... She kind of said that in, like, a... She didn't quite understand the makeup sense. Um... And also, like, after she said it, I went, babe, I'm wearing this much makeup because I look like a ball bag without it. Uh, and they all laughed when I said that. Um, so, yeah, this is why I wear this much makeup, because without it, I look like a ball bag.
0: What, what, what
1: conjures up such lovely images? <laughs> I know, but not anymore. Thank you, Dr. Motox. Um but you know it's it 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 is what it is like i wasn't offended by any of it i wasn't even offended about getting sent home first i was like well i mean getting sent home first is more iconic than getting sent home another time i was going to say a time but if i say it it will be offensive to 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 someone being first out is memorable because
0: i i've spoken i've interviewed other Pork chops, if you can call it that, and they've said that yeah, getting but getting first out because most people, if they're going to watch the season, will watch the first episode, so they'll remember you. Whereas someone who leaves in like second, third, fourth, they're probably not as because you weren't you weren't there enough to form an impression. But it wasn't the first, you don't remember it. So I guess going first maybe was you know a good thing in some ways.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm absolutely fine with it. And if they want to call me and put me on a pork chop season, I'm it's happy to do it.
0: Questions, actually, I was, some people wants to ask, would you ever go back for another season, whether it was all stars or an all an all first out season? I would
1: go back tomorrow. But I would say, are you going to make me leave first again? Because if you are, can I just know the first runway so that I don't spend so much money?
0: That would be great if you knew that in advance.
1: <laughs> I, I I said to the producers, I was like, "I'll be the GGB of leaving first. You put me on ninety-two seasons, and I'll leave first on every one. Just don't let me buy twelve outfits for each season.
0: It's true. It's it's so it, I always think that when 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 someone leaves first, it's really disappointing because you think, "Well, I'm sure they had some amazing outfits they didn't get to show." No, so- I had
1: some mediocre outfits.
0: Was there an outfit that you really wanted to show that you didn't get to?
1: Uh, My favourite was musicals. I loved my musicals outfit. I did did like a kind of Edna Turnblad look. Um, I was even going to wear brown hair. I know, wild. Go to Instagram, there's a picture of me doing it. Um, But yeah, I that one was the one I was most excited about also ruffles I was going to do a poodle um and I was quite excited about that because I did quite like the outfit and it's such a hard outfit to find a time to wear it like just to a gig
0: yeah it I guess that's the thing I always think about on Drag Race is you get these outfits and some of them are quite unusual categories. And I think, I wonder where they're going to use them outside of Drag Race. Because some of them are just
1: so elaborate. They look great on camera, but then I'm not yeah. sure. Sort of- well, like my one for ha- the hair challenge is um, I have hair on the cuffs and hair on the skirt. And then I have a merkin in. And it's like, it's great. But if I wear that to a club, the likelihood is I'm going to get like Someone's going to spill a drink in the hair, and then I'm going to have like puby sleeves. Puby sleeves, that would be a great drag name. Yeah. Welcome to the stage, puby sleeves.
0: Well, you know, it's something to consider, I'm, but I'm glad that you've sort of got what, the-, the name <laughs> change. <laughs> I'm glad that you can like have those outfits to take with you, and like, you know, unfortunately, you didn't get to show them, but let's hope that we can see your PB sleeves another time um <laughs> so obviously unfortunately you left that episode so we didn't get to see much of you so I was wondering the name of my channel is drag tea served so I was wondering if you could serve us some drag tea from your unfortunately short time on the show and maybe tell us something that didn't get shown that you wish had been or like a backstage moment that would that was
1: funny uh oh it's hard because I was only there 22 minutes um Um, well, the, you know, the bit where people have got it in their heads that Michelle hated me because in the first episode, they showed that bit where me and Roo were talking about Stratford Mall. Where are you from? Originally from Essex, but now I'm in East London.
0: You're in East London. Is that where Stratford Mall is?
1: I'm very close to it. I love that mall. I used to work there.
0: Really? At one of the makeup shops? No, obviously.
1: (laughs) And... He said, um, "Oh, that's my favorite mall. Did you work in a mu- in a makeup shop?" And then Michelle said, "Clearly not." But that was actually just after um, Joanna had said that thing about my makeup, and I said, I "Look like a ball bag," and I think I said something about only doing one face. Um, do you know what I mean? Like I made a joke, uh, and so Michelle was like doing a comeback to the joke, and then. In the last episode when we came back, people are like, ooh, she, look at how she looked at her when she came out. And I was like literally her face. Like she just she just looked at me. They just cut to her. She smiled. Might not have even been for me. Um, um Oh, so every uh when I when I did the um when you come back in after you've been eliminated, um I was like we went to go back in. I filmed the bit where you walk in, and then they realized that the lighting was wrong, and they had to do that again. This happened to me like every time I had to go in the workroom. Um so we had to refilm that twice, I think. And each time I had to be like, Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. oh this is the first time I've done this um, but deep down inside I'm like I hate everyone in this room and then obviously you have to do your lipstick message and that's my biggest regret from the show is not taking the lipstick home with me and then oh okay so when we went back for the um, reunion show reunion show for the final runway um, we were all queued up at the back of the stage The winners went out first um, Because we were like Chatting over, because I was first in the queue I was talking to Viv and um, What not, and then They went out and did theirs, and then it was our turn To do it, so they replay the song Because they play, what song is it They play?
0: Bring Back My Girls
1: It is, but it's a club version Bring back my girls Bring back and it's actually quite a good version. Because um, Ripper posted it on her page, the other, on her Twitter page the other day. And I was like, oh my God, this is such PTSD. Um, but anyway, so I went out, you know, do, 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 just May, And I'm like, ooh, ah, do, do, do. I've got to chug up to my place now. And then they paused it, the music stopped, everyone looked at me, and I was like, what have I done and then the director came over and went hi Han. that was great but um we need you to do it for longer and I was like oops so I just went over the whole of the main stage I was like sorry guys first time doing it don't know what I'm doing and just everyone laughed and I was like well that won't get shown but hey Uh, and then I had to do it again but awkwardly um starlet had already queued to come out and she was wearing that massive layered skirt thing and everyone was like she can't move we are we are f- right now so um yeah took a few minutes to reset. That. Well, is that tea is that good that's is that interesting. all right we didn't
0: we didn't know that thank you for serving us the tea that's it time,
1: <laughs> i'll tell you about any time that i f- up on a wrong way
0: well it was funny to hear that sort of thing because obviously you didn't unfortunately get to sit, do many runways and we didn't get and obviously we as the audience don't get to see the production how it works so it's funny to hear about an honest mistake and it was maybe you were memorable in the room because you made a few funny jokes even if it didn't get onto camera at least you know that you showed that you I'm were hilarious. Well, thank you so much. That was really lovely. I'd love to um, get on to some subscriber questions. Sure. Um, And so I had lots of questions for you. Um, One of the questions was, and you did kind of briefly touch on this earlier, was it expensive getting ready for Drag Race and did it meet your expectations?
1: No expectations were met and it cost me (laughs) £12.50.
0: That's an interesting twelve pounds
1: fifty. Yeah, it's why it's why the um, Queen Vic was a great top and a sloppy bottom.
0: And did so I guess maybe this question, uh, uh, in the wider sense, is like maybe do you think to even though you were only there for one episode, has Drag Race kind of
1: changed your life? Um, I mean, I think you get out a bit what you put in, and I don't mean literal time. I mean. If you want to get something out of it, then you'll get something out of it. And I'm a workhorse, and I'm like a, I have an unhealthy obsession with working. Um, so whatever happened, I was gonna make work for myself one way or another. Um, so yeah, I think you kind of get out what you put in, like think- a good threesome.
0: <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you, you know, you've had that and I guess it's given you a a platform that you wouldn't necessarily have had otherwise so you know um someone asked which challenge were you excited about that you didn't get to do and which
1: challenge would you have done well in I said this in other podcasts I left exactly when I should have left and we'll leave it at that no I really I did really want to do the girl band challenge um and we had heard the song when we got to the hotel uh, when we got like sequestered um we were given the iPod with all the lip sync songs there were some RuPaul songs on it and there was a song that we were told nothing about um and it was the Yastonbury uh song um but it was because they don't just leave the music where you would do it they put like some weird kind of gibberish singer over the top so it was like it's like it's like they've got someone to sing and then recorded it backwards and put it to the medley medley and then when we had a call with the producers I was like am I really stupid? Should I be learning the lyrics to this song? Because I don't know what they're saying. And he was like, you just need to be learning the lyrics to the chorus. Um, Yeah, you won't understand any of the rest of it. And I was like, great. Thank you for clearing that up. There you go. There's tea.
0: There you go, a tea, and you answer their question. I you no, know, it's interesting to hear that because I always wonder how they do that because obviously there's the gaps where you do your own... your own
1: But it's, it, it's it's literally a continuous, some random person just going, Well,
0: that's interesting to know, but yeah, glad that you didn't try and learn it. I mean, it would have been easy to learn, I suppose. I
1: literally was like... I was like laying in the bath with this iPod in, just like other MP3 devices are available. But I was like I was like, God, I really hope I don't get this one. Well, yeah, I guess we, we were sad that
0: we didn't get to see you for the girl group challenge because I think, you know, it would have maybe worked if you'd you'd been the jerry of the group as well. And then you could have just left. So. I could have
1: just I could have done two back two lines and then gone.
0: Um Another question was, so I had a question on Twitter from someone who you may have heard of called Pixie Polite. I hate Um, her. And uh, she said, who is your favourite new sister? And then someone else underneath you may have heard of called Cheddar Gorgeous said,
1: and why is it Cheddar Gorgeous? Um, Well, my favourite new uh, sister is maybe Cheddar's partner, James, because... Uh, he's come and bought lots of merch from me. Hi, James. (laughs) Who also featured on the show, so technically it's true. He he did, yeah. And Jamba's brother. They are my two new favourite siblings.
0: Oh yeah, everyone was thirsting after Jamba's
1: brother, I remember that. I mean, I was next to Jamba's brother on the booth. (laughs) And he also bought some of my merch, so you know. I'm not, I'm not saying anything. Was, um, so obviously
0: we know you said before that you were close to Jombus before the show. Was there anyone on the show? Had which... I ever met
1: the brother? No, never.
0: <laughs> no, I was going to ask, was there someone on the show who you got close to during the, f- I know you weren't there for very long, but did you get close to anyone other than Jombus during
1: filming that maybe they didn't show? Um, I did with, God, it was so long ago now, um, I spoke to pretty much everyone while I was there the only people I didn't speak to were I think Starlet I didn't speak to on the show and not do you know what I mean like hello how are you uh and then yeah Dakota I didn't really speak to until obviously we were both in the bottom two um but also there's a You know, I am a 59-year-old woman, so there is a massive age gap between me and them. Um, Yeah, I think I spoke to pretty much everyone. Me and Cheddar have said, like, you know, it was a shame that we didn't speak on the show more because um, we get on so well now, and, like, whenever Cheddar's in London, we always go for something to eat, or, like, if I'm in Manchester and vice versa, and blah, 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 blah. Um, so, you know, we just kind of you gotta make it work, however. Um, but yeah, I speak to most people and like I'm I would say I'm closest with Jombas and Phil and uh yeah, Pixie and I speak all the time, Cheddar, uh, Copper, um other drag queens from the T V show RuPaul's Drag Race, I speak to all of them.
0: Well, that's nice that you've got like a sisterhood, and you talk, and you know, even though you were only there for one episode, it's nice that you got to meet some people who you didn't know from before as well. So that's that's it was like a
1: very expensive meet and greet for me.
0: That's true. Yeah, maybe, maybe that, maybe it was worth it. I suppose.
1: I mean, I didn't really leave with much merch.
0: (laughs) Um, And someone asked, um, "Who would you have done if you had made it to Snatch
1: Game?" I was gonna do Anne Robinson and then after we left I got drunk and uh it was at the final Sink of the Pink and Violin was there and you know everyone knew at that point. Um and he was like, Oh babe, who was your uh snatch game gonna be? It was gonna be G? And I was like, No, it was it's gonna be you and uh he was like my third choice. Um so I then had to take a photo of me doing Rylan when it was snatch game and I was like I was not prepared to do this the teeth that I bought do not stay in my mouth um the wig was my punk wig that I like brushed out and smoothed it was it was it was a hodgepodge and also because I had just shot and Robinson before I was freshly shaved so like the beard was literally me with a mascara like <laughs> yeah it was it, it it was a hot hot sticky mess well
0: that's fun though, that you got to like you know meet the people that you were going to impersonate and everything well, or you, you know Rylan at least who's like you know he's a character and everything so that's that's really funny that you got to sort of do that even if it wasn't what you wished it had been it's kind of given you this experience that you wouldn't have had otherwise so yeah well um thank you for that i'd love to get onto my quick fire round of questions so it's just it. five quick five quick questions um some are drag related some are not and it's just sort of like quick fire first answer that comes to your head so lipstick or lip gloss stick okay. Yes or no, pineapple on pizza?
1: No. I used to run a pizza restaurant, no.
0: Um, favorite emoji?
1: Uh, either, or. <laughs>
0: um, cocktail or champagne?
1: Uh, cocktail.
0: And can you summarise your drag race experience in one word? Short. Thank you so much. It was so lovely getting to speak to you. And I'm sure it's been great to hear, you know, people have got to hear a bit more about you. Um, speaking of that, if people do want to sort of find more about you, where can people find you online, like social media? Do you have any projects that you want to talk about?
1: Um, you can find me on all good social medias at JustMayDoes. That's just like only May like month and does like anything for a 10 um you can go to my website Just Made Does to find out where I am I'm all over the country between now and March and then we go on the tour so if you want to get tickets to that go over to Boss Events and get your tickets for that wherever I don't know where the f*** you live wherever you live um and uh get people to book me because I will be places and I'll go almost anywhere except for um no i'll go anywhere yeah
0: <laughs> well thank you so much being lovely, great lovely speaking to you and let's just hope there maybe is like an all pork chop season and we get to see some more just may you know what as
1: a vegetarian i really hope not <laughs>
0: Well, let's hope that it's a just May season. Just maybe you'll be on Drag Race again.
1: Hey, if it's a just May season, then look out for those 22 minutes of TV gold coming your way soon.
0: Well, thank you so much. And this was definitely more than 22 minutes of gold. So thank you so much. No,
1: thanks for having me. And, you know, like and subscribe and all of that stuff. <laughs>
0: thank you so much. Bye. Bye.
1: Get f-